everybody. こんばんは。こんにちは。おはようございます。Good morning. Hello.、Uh, welcome back to Japan Education with me, Lawrence Dennis. I am an English teacher in、uh, Japan, in Kyoto, Japan. And、uh, on this podcast, I talk about Japan education. I talk about education in Japan, about English education, working, living in Japan,、uh, and really anything. That、uh, might be related to my life, my career, or just anything that、uh, is on my mind, <laughs> to be honest.、Uh, it, it jumps all over the place a lot.、Uh, but today, it is、uh, Monday, December 28th, 2020.、Um, normally, I record this on Sunday, but this is two weeks in a row that I have been a day late.、Uh, so, my apologies. I promise, I promise, I promise, next week we'll be back on track. I will be recording the next episode on Sunday, this coming Sunday. But for today, we are here on Monday,、uh, or at least I am here on Monday. I don't know when you're listening to this,、uh, but it is Monday, December 28th, and this will be my last recording session of 2020. And if you've been listening to the podcast at all, if you, if you、uh, have been following along, Um, you will know that I am so ready for 2020 to be over. I am so ready to just move on from this garbage fire,、uh, dumpster fire of a year. And、um, not that it's been even particularly bad for me personally.、Um, I know there are a lot of people out there who have had much worse years than I have.、Uh, but just generally for the world, I am. Not very pleased with how 2020 has gone. And,、um, you know, I, I realize that I should consider myself lucky that I, I have not been more affected by the pandemic or other things that have happened、uh, this year. But、um, even so,、um, it, it's just been a, a crappy year and I, I am excited for it to be over. And, Um, for me personally, you know, New Year's is actually、uh, something that I generally look forward to each year.、Um, I am, I don't know, I'm kind of old fashioned in that way, I guess. that I, I, I don't know, there's, there is something just generally pleasing about the idea of like a fresh start, starting anew. It's a new year, a new you. I know that's very cliche and dumb, and it's like, you know, you could start afresh at any time of the year. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. But there is something just like, I don't know,、uh, attractive about the idea of just like starting fresh, starting anew.、Um, making New Year's resolutions is something that I have、uh, consistently done. Every year for the past、uh, like decade, I would say.、Um, I, I never really did it when I was young. I never really cared about making New Year's resolutions and never really thought about it seriously.、Uh, but for the, the last decade or so, I'm 35 now.、Uh, so since my mid 20s, I actually started to like think seriously about like, you know, what, what do I want to accomplish? In this coming year, or、uh, what do I want to change about my life in the coming year? What good habits do I want to pick up, or what bad habits do I want to get rid of?、Um, you can hear my cat behind me, perhaps, but、um, I'm just going to ignore him and power through it.、Um, 
yeah, New Year's is always something that I I, I kind of look forward to in that way. Um, that's not to say that I always accomplish my New Year's resolutions. Uh, I, in fact, probably accomplish uh, fewer than half of them. I don't know. There's probably more that I don't accomplish than the number that I actually do accomplish. Uh, but there are ones that I, I do accomplish, um, and I feel good about those. Like, you know, I, uh, for example, like, um, well, this, this year, my only real New Year's resolution, which was a very simple one, was just to do uh, one second every day, which is a, uh, a video project where you, you take a video for uh, at least one second every day. And it's just, the purpose is not to, you know, there, I guess the idea behind it, there is uh, the kind of founder of this uh, movement and the creator of this app that I'm using to do it, um, uh, did a, a TED talk about it originally, and this is several years ago that he actually did this TED talk, but you can, uh, I think you can find it uh, if you search for one second every day on YouTube. Um, but basically the idea is, you know, with, first of all, all of us carry video cameras around in our pockets now, all day, every day. So it's easy to do. It's not necessarily a difficult thing to accomplish. Um, but a lot of the things uh, about like videoing things, like uh, basically this, uh, the guy who created it was like, he was going to concerts and going to like, uh, you know, school. Uh, his children's uh, like recitals or school events or things like that and just finding that like so many people were just looking at um, what they were experiencing through the lens of their phone meaning like they had their phones out video recording everything that was happening and not actually watching the event directly by itself they were just videotaping the the whole thing and watching it on their phone screen as it was happening right in front of them in real time uh and just how like that struck him as kind of an odd thing and um you know uh, that's something that i've felt too and like especially like you know kids your kids things i kind of get like i mean it is still odd but like i kind of get you want to have that that keepsake for when they get older you know you want to have a video of their performance or whatever like that makes sense but like concerts and things like those videos never turn out good and rarely do you actually like watch those videos later like you might post it on uh, social media then and but you know then the point the reason that you're taking the video is just so that you can show your friends, I guess, that you went to this concert. But, like, there's no real purpose to that, honestly. Uh, it's just to make yourself feel better, I guess. I I, I don't really... I mean, there's layers to this that I, I'm not trying to get into right now. Um, but basically, what this guy, you know, kind of sat down and thought about is, like, what what could I do differently? Um, how could I still, you know, keep the idea of that, but like do it better and, um, be able to stay in the moment, um, but still 
you know, maybe fulfill the function of, of capturing a video. Basically, the idea is that you, what if I just took a video for one second every day? Um, and like of just, you know, something that I'm doing every day, just take one second video of it and then put my phone away and then experience it. Because the idea is you're taking these videos not for Instagram. You're not taking them, you know, to, to relive the entire memory through the video for, for many of these cases. For some of them, maybe you are. You, you want the whole video of the whole thing, you know, like a kid's recital or whatever. But like for concerts and whatever, you're not trying to relive the entire concert through your crappy cell phone video later on. What all you really want to do later on, like several years down the line perhaps, is see the video and just remember that experience in your mind. Just kind of put yourself back in that place in your mind. And so all you really need to be able to do that is just one, you know, quick one second video of it. And so if you do that and you you know, collect these videos every single day for, you know, a, a month, a, a year, several years, you know, and then, you know, years later you look back on it, it, it'd be kind of this cool collection of like a one second kind of quote unquote snapshot of each day and what you were experiencing that day, what where you were, what you were doing uh, for one second of that day, just to kind of bring your mind back to that time so the the idea of these one second videos is not for me now really it's for me like you know five years from now ten years from now to look back on these videos and just kind of remember what this year was like and boy did i pick a, a wild year to start doing this on. it's actually it's not my first attempt at doing this um, but this this year, my resolution was to actually do it and follow through with it for the entire year, um, which I've never been able to do before. I have tried, well, basically, I've, I've started it and done it for like a month or two and then just kind of fallen off the wagon and just give, you know, either I forget about it for several days and then I just, you know, give up after that or, you know, I just get tired of doing it or whatever. Um, I've never been able to really follow through and continue doing it for more than like a couple of months at a time. Uh, but this year for my new year's resolution for 2020, I decided, you know what, 2020, I'm going to do this and I'm going to follow through and keep doing it for the entire year. And I have, and, um, I have missed one or two days, but, uh, really I, I have done it every day for the entire year. Um, which I feel great about. Like, it's a simple little thing, um, but like, you know, now I have this collection of one second videos uh, for every day of 2020, and a lot of them are at home <laughs> because, boy, did I spend a lot of time at home in 2020, as did many people around the world. But now I have, you know, 10 years from now, uh, or you know, when coronavirus uh, is a a distant memory, uh, you know, I'm hoping, and uh, I I can look back on this collection of videos 
from 2020 and just look at all of that time spent at home and be like, wow, remember 2020? And hopefully by then I'll be able to like laugh about it. Oh, God, I spent all that time at home. It was so ridiculous. 2020. Ha ha ha. You know, in the moment, it, it sucks, obviously. But um, anyways, I managed to continue doing it for all of 2020. And now my plan is to continue doing it for the rest of my life. Hopefully I can just keep doing it for the rest of my life. And I, I will eventually have this collection of one second of videos uh, for every year of, of my life from, you know, 2020 onwards. I, I, you know, how cool would that be? Like when I'm 80 years old to have this collection of videos. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but that was my New Year's resolution this year. Other resolutions I've had in the past have been to, like, read books. <laughs> because uh, I went through a big chunk of my life without reading a single book. I think from about, uh, basically when I finished college until I was, I think, 30 years old. Maybe even 31. I basically did not read a single book through that entire time. I read some comics, and I, of course I read things online, but I did not read an actual book for that entire time, I don't think. I can't think of one that I actually read. Um, and so, uh, you know, a, a few years back, I was just like, you know what? That I need to read. I need to read more. This is not good. Like, you know, a well-rounded uh, person should be reading some and so uh i i made a resolution uh, a few years back to just read like one book a month and i did that um this year i've been less good about reading books but uh in the last few months i've come back a little bit and read a little more uh i've turned to audiobooks a bit which has helped also um but my resolution this year was not to read books so that's fine but anyways um yeah uh, I've had resolutions to lose weight, and I did it. I've had resolutions to, uh, I don't know. I've had resolutions that failed also. Resolutions to, like, eat healthier, which I have not done. <laughs> I've had resolutions uh, to read even more books, which I have not done. Um, I've, I've had resolutions to, I don't know, get back into uh, playing the cello again, uh, which I have not done. Um... That is something like, I don't know, uh, I, I have, I still have kind of a desire to get back into the cello and then kind of, I, I still feel kind of like uh, not fully committed to it. <laughs> so I'm not going to make that resolution again. But there is a part of me that that is kind of regretful, not kind of, very much regretful of the fact that I have not continued to play the cello. Uh, if you don't know, uh, I grew up playing the cello. I played the cello from fifth grade on through um, through high school and into university a bit. Uh, and then I just kind of quit midway through college. Um, the reason being, I just uh, had other things going on in my life and didn't want, you know, cello was taking up a lot of my time and it was just a hobby at that point. Um, but there was a time when I thought I was going to be, uh, a cellist to some degree, like to some 
maybe professional degree. Like I was really into the cello for a while and I I was pretty good at it. I wasn't like an incredible virtuoso, but I was pretty good at it. I was in youth orchestras and I was the lead cellist for my school orchestra and I, I was the second cellist in the youth orchestra that I was in for a while and um, you know I was, I was pretty good at it um, but then I just kind of stopped and I hadn't really I haven't really played cello hardly at all since uh, midway through college also um, I have an electric cello that I brought to Japan with me and so I do have the means of you know, picking up the cello and playing again. I just have not done it. Um, but yeah, one one year, maybe a couple of years ago, my resolution was to get back into playing the cello, and no, that didn't happen. Um, but you know, my point is, I like to make resolutions. That's all I'm trying to say. And uh, 2021 is just around the corner. It's just a couple of days away now. And uh, I'm, I'm starting to think about my resolutions and what are my resolutions going to be for 2021, if any. Um, and uh, I have some ideas. I'm not going to say everything now. I'm not going to talk about what I'm going to try and commit myself to. Um, but uh, for now, I'm going to talk about actually what I want to do during this break. Um, there's a few things that I want to do during this vacation um, because this is kind of the first like real vacation that I've had in a while where I like actually don't have to think about work one bit, like not at all. Uh, even like summer vacation this year, I, I still had work stuff in the back of my mind. Um, because I had students who were getting ready to go to university, and so I was helping them along even during summer vacation with things and, and all that stuff. Um, but now all of that stuff is pretty much done for me. I mean, it is done for me. I, do, I don't have to think about it now. Uh, I am seriously, purely, 100% on vacation from uh, actually from last Friday until... January 18th, I think, is is when I'm going to be going back to work. Um, I took a, a bit of an extension on my holiday because I need it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, um, I was planning on taking a trip, but then my cat got diagnosed with diabetes, so I, I can't really leave him alone, and I don't really feel comfortable giving him off to a friend to take care of because he's sick and like what if something happens etc so I canceled my travel plans I'm just going to be here at home but I, I have all this time and so uh, I haven't really thought about my new year's resolutions yet but I have thought about what I want to do with this time with these next couple of weeks that I have of just pure me time um, and there's a few things that I want to do. Uh, one of them is like uh, is puzzles. Uh, I like to do puzzles and I like to make puzzles, and I want to do a little a, a bit of both um, of doing puzzles and making puzzles. I want to clean. I really want to clean. Um, like I kind of want to do a big cleaning project uh, for my house because like my house is is it's not like super messy, but it's cluttered. I've got a lot of stuff, and a lot of it I don't actually use. So I, I want to kind of go through my stuff, um, which may take 
most of the time. I, I have no idea. <laughs> it may be be done in a few days. It may take most of the vacation, or if not all of the vacation. I, I really don't know. Uh, but I do want to clean. I want to dust off one of my cameras and uh, go around and take photos. Um, I, I don't really want to go out a lot because of the coronavirus numbers being, you know, on the rise again in Japan, and um, we just had our confirmed uh, case of, like, the new strain from the UK that has mutated and is even more contagious, um, that there was just a, a, a confirmed case of it just uh, yesterday or the day before in Japan. And so that's probably going to be going around now. So the numbers are likely going to continue going up. Uh, Japan's probably not getting a vaccine for another couple of months. Uh, so, yeah. So I don't really want to go out to, like, bars and things, um, even though they are open and everything is still in business. Um, th there's no lockdown or anything in Japan, but I'm probably going to restrain myself just voluntarily um, but one thing that I thought I could do is just get my camera out and just kind of go around to places that are less crowded and just take some photos um, I, I have a fairly nice digital camera with several different lenses that I uh, can change uh, that I can interchange and um, I, I don't really use it much anymore and um, you know I, I just feel like that is something that I can do that uh, it makes, first of all, it makes me get out of the house. So I, even though, um, you know, we are in kind of uh, self-isolation mode, I can still be out and about a bit and like see that's the light of day and uh, be a little healthy, walk around, get a little bit of light exercise, things like that. Um, it makes me feel productive because I'm actually like, doing something kind of creative um and but it's still like i don't have to i can keep my distance from people so i can be safe and all that so like uh, i i would like to do that i think um do some photos do some photography um i don't consider myself a photographer at all but i i do like taking pictures i think it's fun anyways um that's one thing I want to do. I want to do some writing. I want to do some more reading. Um, there, there are lots of things that I want to do during this break time. And that's what I've thought about. But I haven't really thought about my resolutions for next year yet. Um, when I get those nailed down, maybe next week I'll talk about what my resolution or resolutions are. Um, but for today, I, I've already been talking for like 20 minutes. Uh, but my plan today was to talk about just 2020 in general and looking back at 2020 at things that have things that have happened in 2020 but I don't I've talked a lot about like the coronavirus and about the Trump BS and about I've talked about Black Lives Matter a bit and about um, George Floyd and, and things like that um, I've talked a lot about like the more negative things about 2020 I haven't talked as much about like the positive things of 2020 um, I guess because it feels like I don't know for some reason it doesn't feel 
okay to talk about positive things because there are so many negative things and some people are are really truly suffering or not some people many people are really truly suffering now and so it's like it feels not fair to like um not acknowledge that but it's not that i'm not acknowledging it it's just that i have talked about the negative things a lot and it's the end of the year it's my last episode of the year the negative things will still be there next week I just thought maybe I would kind of recap 2020 and things that made me happy this year. Things that, um, or just like notable things that are kind of positive, I guess. I don't know. Uh, not even, some of these are not actually even that positive. They're just kind of notable things from the year that I experienced personally. Or, you know, not personally, but like things that, were significant to me, I guess, in in some way. Um, Things in pop culture or things in the world. Um, Like, uh, one thing that I have written... I I have a list here of things that, like, um, just kind of stuck in my mind or things that were notable to me this year. Uh, Animal Crossing was a big thing uh, in the month of... months, I guess, of March and April... And then uh, by June, I was pretty much over it. <laughs> I was pretty much done with Animal Crossing by June. And I, I think I've maybe... No, I definitely did log in once during the summer because I remember wanting to watch the fireworks in August uh, within the game of Animal Crossing because I was unable to see any fireworks actually in real life, in person. Uh, but in uh, March, at the end of March and April... I spent a lot of hours playing Animal Crossing uh, on my Switch. And, um, you know, it's just like, it's such a crazy thing how much of a phenomenon that was. Like, it makes sense, you know, the the world was going into lockdowns in, in so many places in the world. This game came out where people uh, could create this island paradise in any way that they wanted to, well not not entirely any way that they wanted to within the the parameters of the game uh in any way that they wanted to and and just it's such a pleasant game like there's it is pure joy (laughs) 100 all the way through it's just cute animals everyone is nice and friendly to each other there's like there's no way to be mean in the game really like you it's just a nice game it's just pleasantness the game um and and there there was just something so um euphoric about that and uh that that really caught on uh with the world and with me also um i think i played probably like 150 hours or so i don't i don't really know the actual numbers i probably i could have looked it up but i didn't <laughs> um but it, over 100 hours I, i'm i'm quite sure I, I put into animal crossing during the like end of march and the month of april especially uh and then into may as well but it, it tapered off in may for sure um but yeah animal crossing that was a big thing that feels like ages ago now (laughs) because 2020 has been so long but that was this year uh what what else happened in in 
2020. We had Abeno masks in 2020, which is is not really like a positive thing, but it was it was a kind of a funny thing. It was this weird phenomenon where Abe, um, Prime Minister Abe, promised masks to every household in lieu of some kind of like financial support package at first. Uh, later on, he did, or the government did, organize a financial support uh, package. However or a stimulus, you know, package. But uh, at first, it was just, no, we're going to give masks to every person in the country. Two masks for every household. And it was just this ridiculous thing. And I got my I got my Abe masks. I actually ended up getting four of them, I think, because I got two at my house, and then I also got two at work. Um, so I think I, got, I ended up getting four of these Abe masks that were called Abe no mask in, in Japan. Um like that was a a weird thing that happened this year um we had uh, um now the black lives matter obviously you know the reason that these that this movement had to happen and still has to continue to happen is uh absolutely tragic but uh it there has been something i guess impressive I don't want to say cool, uh, impressive about how big the movement became this year, um, and uh, seeing seeing people like uh, seeing like leaders and and icons and people like uh, Naomi Osaka, the, the uh, Japanese American tennis player, uh, you know, wear her Black Lives Matter masks um, during the was it the U.S. Open, I think. Um, that was really cool. Uh, yeah. That happened this year. Uh, in Japan, there was, uh, this reality show called Niji Project, which, um, was basically a reality TV show that was chronicling the, um, formation of a new, uh, Japan-based k-pop style uh like artist group um and it was like you know the the reality show showed like the auditions and the training and things like that um but uh basically the the end goal or the end result of the show was there's this new group called nijiu uh, which is like I think it's the first all Japanese K-pop group. Basically, that's that's what they were going for. Um, I watched the show Niji Project, and I actually I enjoyed watching the show. Um, like there was something very addicting about it. I didn't watch it in real time. Mean like not like the the episodes weren't like live broadcasts or anything, but like I didn't watch it as it was released. I watched it a little bit with delayed after it was released, but, um, I did watch the entire show. And then, uh, after the show finished and they had the final like set of girls, uh, that were in this K-pop group in this Nijiu group, then they released their first song, uh, which was called make you happy. Then I just completely lost interest because the song make you happy. I mean, it's a fine song, it is what it is, but it's just like, it sounds to me like any other generic J-pop song, um, which was really disappointing, because I, I like K-pop, uh, a bit, like, I'm, 
I'm not a super fan or anything, but I enjoy listening to K-pop to a certain degree. Uh, there are some groups that I like. Um, and um, I am really not a fan of J-pop uh, because it's super, super generic and uh, like very PG and very like lowest common denominator and formulaic and, and really uninteresting to me. Uh, and um, Niji Yu being like, so the the reality show and the the production company behind it and the the uh, agency behind it is an actual korean agency it's an actual korean talent company that is producing uh the show and producing these girls producing this group niji you and so i was like oh wow we might actually have like a k-pop style group in japan which would be cool um because it's a little more like sophisticated it's a little more um yes it's still just as overproduced and maybe just as formulaic but like it is more sophisticated it's it's better production um like the the k-pop machine is really just much better in general <laughs> like than the j-pop uh machine uh but anyways um so I was really, like, excited about it. Uh, I mean, really, not really excited about it, but I, I was interested in, in following it. And then they came out with their first song, and it just sounded like any other J-pop song that I have heard in the last 10 years living in Japan. Um, it sounded like any, like, it could have been an AKB48 song. It could have been any any J-pop, like, bubblegum pop girl group uh, song. And so I completely lost interest, <laughs> and uh, I, I stopped paying attention to them after that. Uh, but during the show, like, I enjoyed watching the show, because during the show, like, in the reality, like, they did auditions, and they did all these kind of competitions to eliminate girls and, and you know, whittle it down to the final group of girls. All of those uh, con- competitions that they did and challenges that they did were using actual k-pop songs from like actual k-pop groups like twice or um you know whatever um 2pm or you know actual good k-pop groups and so during the competition like they were doing good music and like doing really good stuff and so i was i would you know it was compelling to watch but then you know there when it came down to the final group the show was done they had the final group set and it's time for them to do their original music. It was just this ridiculous, like, I mean, of course, the, I understand they need to cater to a Japanese audience. They are selling to a Japanese audience. And so they want to make stuff that s- sells in Japan. And so, and and it worked. I mean, their, their song, Make You Happy, was like a mega hit here in Japan this year. Um, and, uh, and I like, it... I think it maybe set a record for like number of views in the first week or something like that. Like it was huge this year, uh, but like, um, yeah, I, it's just not for me. Like I was all for it being like a K-pop, like finally let's get some, some K-pop style groups in Japan. And no, it turns out they're just going to be like any other J-pop group. Um, so yeah, I lost interest in them, but I enjoyed the show while it lasted. 
Um, that was cool. Uh, what else? I mean, God, remember when toilet paper was sold out everywhere? That happened this year. This year has been crazy, man. Uh, what else did I write down? Uh, the Olympics was supposed to happen this year. It didn't, but that's been wild. <laughs> uh, Japan had a change of prime minister, which was wild. Um, Dalgona coffee was popular this year. I made Dalgona coffee earlier this year. I started the podcast this year. Hey, <laughs> I'm doing this. Uh, I'm just trying to speed through my list here now because uh, I've been talking for a while. And so I'm, like, I was going to talk about these things a little longer, but now I'm speeding up. Um, yeah, uh, there was this uh, this brief uh, period where like Hoshino Gen had a song dancing on the inside that became uh, kind of a, a viral this year. And, and Abe did a, a video to it like trying to capitalize on the meat like and and it just backfired on him like the backlash of it was so (laughs) so harsh that it kind of made me delighted (laughs) in a uh schadenfreude kind of way um uh, what else has been going on bts their song dynamite now dynamite i liked dynamite was a pretty good song i enjoyed that uh, Blackpink became huge this year also, like, uh, we finally had a, um, an all-female K-pop group on the Billboard charts in America, or I think number one on the Billboard charts in America for, for a time, which was very cool, and, uh, those Blackpink girls are pretty cool, so I'm happy that it happened with them. Um, Terrace House ended this year. Boy, I was all about Terrace House for the last, like, two years, three years, maybe more. Um, I was really into Terrace House, and then this year, uh, the, you know, one of the members of the house committed suicide, and that put it indefinitely on hold, or canceled entirely. Um, I don't know if it'll ever come back. I don't know if it could ever come back now. Um, because really, the the show is under a lot of scrutiny now because of the way it encourages cyberbullying and and the their treatment of the cast members. Uh, and so that may never come back. Um, but and that's fine, you know, it, it's a little bit bittersweet, but like, yeah, if it if it's time is done, it's time is done. Uh, WAP. The song WAP was this year. Man. That was a banger. (laughs) Uh, One thing that was cool this year, and, like, this... I I don't know if this is actually new this year, if this actually became more of a thing this year, or if it's just that I noticed it more this year. Uh, But on Instagram, people making, like, slideshows of information like for the purpose of actually teaching things uh on instagram like i don't that probably existed before this year but i had never really noticed it and um now i am following all these accounts that do just that they just use the platform of instagram as like a slideshow platform to uh teach people about different topics or to you know tell stories about things um and I don't know. That's just 
really cool. Like, um, the reason that I noticed it, I don't know if it actually became bigger because of this or if I just noticed it more because of this, but it was, it was because of the George Floyd uh, murder the mur- and, and the subsequent protests that, that came out of that. Um, like people, I started to notice people using Instagram to spread information about, um, you know, uh, uh, killings of, of African Americans or killings of black people by police, uh, or different, uh, social injustice issues, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, using Instagram as a slideshow, uh, platform, which I think is just really cool. It's a, it's a new way to use Instagram that I had not really seen uh, done to this degree before, uh, or at least done this well before, and now I see people doing it really, really well uh, all the time. Pretty much every day I see new things, new like little mini slideshows on Instagram that teach me something. Um, so that's really cool. I, I, I'm really pleased with that trend. And uh, I hope they continue to be big. Um, Demon Slayer was huge this year. Kimetsu no Yaiba is what it's called in Japanese. It's a, a manga. It was originally a manga and it, uh, turned into an anime. Uh, and it just blew up this year. Uh, to the point where um, the, the Demon Slayer movie that came out towards the end of this year. Uh, and came out in theaters um, just like last month even i think it was it last month yeah i think it was in november uh just last month the demon slayer movie came out and it has already surpassed box office records of, it is the number one highest domestic grossing film in japan in, in japan box office history uh, uh, it just it beat out uh, Spirited Away uh, from from Ghibli, from Hayao Miyazaki. That was the previous record holder for a while. And uh, it just, in the last two months, it has beaten those records, I, th- I think. I'm pretty sure it overtook uh, Spirited Away. Um, if not, it is very, very close. Uh, but I think it has overtaken it. Um, and uh, just Demon Slayer became ridiculously huge this year. Uh, I don't know why. I have watched the first three episodes of Demon Slayer, and I think... I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's good. <laughs> if that makes sense. I, yeah, I just think it's fine. I think it. I think nothing of it. I, I don't think it is any better than any other anime. That, like, I, I don't know why it has become so popular it might be one of those these like lightning in a bottle things where it's just it just came out at just the right time it's just like just the right kind of anime that people needed at just the right time i think also uh it was available on netflix and amazon prime and hulu japan like all either at the same time or at just at different times this year like so it, it, it was widely accessible also um, to, to the Japanese populace. So that maybe also has something to do with it. Um, but people also were like at home and looking for something to binge watch maybe. Um, I think it's just one of these things. Because um, I, I really don't think it's that good. Uh, I, I don't know. My students love it. 
not everyone, but a, a lot of my students really love it. Um, but no, it's it's not for me. But still, like, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I'm I'm all for like you know new things being cool. Like I don't know. I just uh, I like to follow pop culture, even if I don't like it, even if it's not interesting to me directly i do like to follow pop culture for whatever reason i don't know uh, i guess it's just because i i teach teenagers and so i like to keep up with or try to keep up with you know what they're interested in and what they're you know watching or reading or looking at um so yeah this i mean for japan this is the year of demon slayer for sure like it, it is the biggest pop culture phenomenon uh, of the entire year for Japan, definitely. Uh, so yeah, 2020 is the year of, of COVID and Demon Slayer, really. Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of my look back at 2020. I mean, for me personally, my favorite thing of Japan of uh, not of Japan, but my favorite pop culture thing of 2020, Mandalorian season two. Holy shit, y'all! Uh, I already talked about it. Um, you know, with a lot of spoilers in the last episode. So if you want to hear me talk about, uh, you know, Mandalorian season two with spoilers, go back and listen to last week's episode. Uh, at the end of the episode, I for maybe I don't I don't know how long, ten minutes maybe longer. I don't remember, but I did talk about uh, what happened in Mandalorian season two and my my thoughts about it. So if you want to hear me actual t- actually talk about it in a little more detail go back and listen to that uh, but basically that is my favorite pop culture thing of 2020 but there were some other tv shows that i liked in 2020 i really liked um apple tv had two shows that i really liked ted lasso was one and uh central park the the animated show was another i really liked those um those were those were really good uh Apple TV actually has some decent shows. They just don't have enough content to really justify paying for it. At least not yet. Um, but it is... I mean, it's like, what, five bucks a month? Which is not much. Um, but I, I'm getting it for free right now because I bought a new Apple device and so they gave me a free free subscription. I have it free until, I think, February. Um, so I did watch the stuff and there's some good stuff on there. Um, oh, uh, podcasts, uh, the, the Scrubs rewatch podcast, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Scrubs is one of my favorite TV shows ever. It's like, it's like soul food for me. It's, it's comfort food. It's like, um, it's like relaxing with old friends watching Scrubs. Um, Scrubs and Seinfeld are like my two big comfort shows. Like they're, they're what I watch to, they're just things that like make me happy they make me feel like home you know um and uh so having uh the two or two of the main characters from scrubs doing their this like re recap podcast where they go back and rewatch the old episodes and and talk about them and and share stories and stuff uh that's been really fun to follow um what else has been good in pop culture this year Blaseball. Oh my god, Blaseball happened this year. That was crazy. Oh my man, Star Wars Squadrons came out this year and I've barely played it. I played it for like a week and I loved it and I still love it. 
but I've just have not in the last few in the last when did that come out and that came out at the beginning of October wow it was like three months ago almost for the last three months uh, I just have not really felt like playing video games very much and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that um, but like there are a lot of really good video games out there that I am uh, holding off from playing for no real reason other than just I don't feel like it um, but yeah uh, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here because I've been talking for 48 minutes and I think that's a good place to uh, to let go it's just talk about things that made me happy and um, my recommendations so here's to 2021 I actually do have a glass of wine here with me and I, I will cheers uh, let me see if I can nope that didn't work <laughs> that was a very lame ding uh, I, I just flicked the glass to see if I could make it oh I can clink it against the bottle here there we go cheers to 2020 to the end of 2020 and the start of 2021 uh, 2021 is the year of is it the year of the ox 2021 uh, this year was the year of what the rabbit what was the uh, I forget well, I'll figure it out. Anyways, who cares? <laughs> I really don't pay it. Japan pays attention to this stuff, and I should know, but I, I don't have it. Anyways, um, Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in this year. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, this year. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, if, if you like this podcast, if you like um, hearing it, uh, send me a message, uh, share it with your friends, uh, rate this podcast, subscribe to it, whatever it is that you can do to, to help support it. Like even if it's just saying hi to me and saying that you like it, like that's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, sharing it with your friends or, or, uh, giving it a like, uh, or giving it a, a good rating on, on Apple's, uh, on iTunes, like that's cool. Um, whatever you can do to support it, that'd be great. But, um, if not, that's fine too. (laughs) I'm real easygoing. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, if you did want to send me a message, you can send me a message by, uh, DMing me on Instagram. That is the best way to reach me. And you can find my, uh, Instagram handle in the thumbnail for this podcast. I am at Lawrence Dennis and, uh, happy new year, everyone. I will talk to you in 2021. Bye-bye.